This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Okay, well, we're um, we're back live. All right, we're live. Yeah, and this is uh, the Road to Retirement, Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group, and our co-host Tony Shore. We've been we've been chatting off air before we got. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So Tony was uh, digging through his files to find something. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. So yeah. Chris, uh, great to be here with you, buddy. Yeah, How yeah, have you been? Been uh, fantastic. I got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, I think I mentioned on one of our other shows. My my daughter uh, uh, got accepted to graduate school in Oxford, England. Wow! So that's I, amazing. I was moving her back from DC. Uh, this weekend. So it was, it was all good, except the uh, little story I told you about the, the rental car, the, the rental van that wasn't there, even though I had a reservation. But eventually they get they got me when I had to drive to another location. But it was I'm like, I have the reservation here. It's right here. Here's the reservation. They're like, she says, yeah, but we didn't really reserve it. I'm like, well, that's the point of reserving a car, right? <laughs> I really felt like I was on a Jerry Seinfeld show. So, yeah, that is nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So um, today I thought we'd talk about the new IRA rules because they ch- they changed them in uh, a couple years ago and then they changed them again. So uh, it's a little confusing for a lot of people. Um, so I don't know if you've talked to other advisors about it, but uh, it's um, it was pretty simple when they first changed it. They said, look, when you inherit an IRA, you have to take it out within 10 years, period. Yeah. It has to be up to you 10 years. Now you got to take out RMDs and depending on how old the person was who inherited and whether or not you're within 10 years. And so, so we'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, yeah, I haven't honestly heard a lot about that. I just thought the last we talked about it and the last I've heard was um, if you inherit an IRA, you have to withdraw it all within 10 years and pay taxes on it within 10 years. That's half true. So, um, <laughs> okay. Well, it's good that we're going to clarify it on today's I mean, show. Then. That is true. My desk a little messy back there, but, um, so you do have to have it all out within 10 years, but before wow. the rules a year or so ago were, we don't care how you take it out as long as it's empty in 10 years. Now they're making yeah. you take required minimum distributions and it still has to be empty in 10 years. So there are RMDs yeah. uh, if you inherit an IRA, no matter how old you are. Yeah, depending on who you are. <laughs> so so yeah. let's say I inherit uh, an IRA from my dad passes and he's got an IRA and I inherit it. And I'm 57 years old. Let's just say for kicks and gig, I'm just, yeah, hey, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, I'm 30, but uh, let's say I'm 57. Uh, what happens then? Do I have to take RMDs? It depends. <laughs> so, as, as any good Wait, attorney would say. For our listeners, we should clarify. Do you know the answer? Yeah, uh, do you know so, the first rules? First of all, <laughs> the first thing is who you are. If okay. you are something called an eligible 
designated beneficiary, you have different roles than someone who's just a designated beneficiary. So, so an eligible designated beneficiary is someone who's either the spouse, a minor child of the deceased, or an individual who is 10 years, less than 10 years younger than the deceased, like possibly like a, a brother or sister. So they have, or someone who's chronically ill. So they have different rules than who's someone who's not in that category. So you would probably be something called a designated beneficiary, not an eligible designated beneficiary. So designated beneficiary is basically everyone else, right? So you were designated on the form that, okay, Tony Shore is one of the designated beneficiaries on, on the IRA. Mm -hmm. And then there's a third category that you're not a designated beneficiary. So say someone has an IRA and they forget to put the, they forget to put the beneficiaries on, right? So there's no designated beneficiary. So there's different rules for them too. So wow. why, you know, it seemed the, the easier way, it just seems so easier. It, like we don't care, take it out within 10 years, but now here's the difference. So if you are a eligible designated beneficiary, you're the spouse. The spouse has different rules too. So if you're a spouse, you have a couple, you have a couple things. You can either well, you got a few things. You could either disclaim that you don't want it. Most people aren't going to do that, right? Or right. you or you can put it into your own IRA and then you it would just fall under whatever IRAs you have. Or you can leave it in the decedent's IRA and make it an inherited and then start taking it, taking it out. Um you know, if you're 59 and a half, you start taking it out and then by 70 and then once you, you can, and then after you're 72, then you would have your own RMDs. So that's kind of just, that's not, not much has changed for the spouse. So the spouse is kind of unique. Uh, the spouse again could, she could just roll it up. So if I die, my, my wife can just roll over my IRA and her IRA. And if she's not 72 yet, she doesn't have to take out, take out RMDs. Once sure. she hits 72, like everyone else, Actually, it's going to be 73 soon. Yeah. So um, um, they'll have to start taking out IRAs. So um, if you are, um, or the other option is you could take a lump sum, right? So you could just take it all out and pay the taxes. Right? Now, sure. if, if you are a designated beneficiary, like in your account for your dad, you would be considered a designated beneficiary because he actually designated you on right. the form. Okay. So <clears throat> it also depends when he died. <laughs> so yeah. it, it gets, it gets the crazy. Designated so, beneficiaries have to take RMDs basically, unless uh, uh, it, even within those 10 years, no matter their age. So you, you, you can open an inherited IRA, which is different than your own IRA. So you can't, take the, you can't take the money and dump it into your IRA. You have to create something called an inherited IRA. Some people call it a beneficiary IRA. So, so by looking at the account, you could see this is not your IRA, but it's, it came from an inheritance. Um, distribution rules, you can access your funds at any time. They're taxable. And as long as the money is distributed within 10 years, um, you're fine. So, oh, okay. so then, um, that becomes a little quirky. So, and I usually just tell people, like, if you're going to, 
take 10% out every year and then empty it in 10 years and you'll be okay. The only requirement is that it has to be out in 10 years. So it's actually December 31st of the 10th year following the date of death. So it's not 10 years from the date of death. So you have to have it out by the, uh, the end of the year, 10 years later. So sure. So if they die in September, you have really like 10 years and three months, right? <clears throat> so if you don't, if, if you don't take it out in time, so if there's money that's still in there in the 11th year, it's a 50% penalty. Oh, <laughs> so, so, um, you, you want to make sure you, you you take it out within 10 years. Now, you could also take a lump sum. If you take the lump sum, you can um, pay the taxes all at once. Some people are doing Like if the account's not, you know, if the account's not huge, uh, maybe you just, you know, want to deal with all these complexities. You take it out. You know, if your dad left you 10 grand, you can say, look, I'm just going to take it all out and uh, and pay the taxes and be done with it instead of taking a thousand bucks out a year after for the next 10 years, right? And, uh, and if you're, if you're wealthy enough, you can disclaim. So what would that mean for listeners? So let's say Tony, your dad designated you as the beneficiary and Tony's got almost more, as much money as God. So, um, <laughs> God with a little G <laughs> radio so, show co-host, yeah. you know, I'm, so, I'm, rolling, uh, I'm rolling in it. Yeah. Yeah. So if he, let, so <laughs> when you disclaim, it's basically as if you predeceased. So whoever, whoever would have taken from your dad's IRA. So your dad's IRA might say, look, it's going to go to Tony. If he's not alive, it goes to his children, right? Or it goes to your other siblings, whatever. So, but as, as the disclaimant, so if you said, look, I don't want the money, you don't get to say who gets it. So you can't uh, say, uh, give it to my wife. No, you, it, basically it's like, you're out, Right. So you're never forced to inherit anything. So you could disclaim um, this. This came about years ago, not only for, only for tax purposes, but also for um, real estate purposes. Like if somebody's leaving me a contaminated gas station, like I don't want it. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so you can disclaim, and uh, um, we don't see that that often. Once in a while, you know, in all the years I've done this, I probably have seen. A half a dozen people disclaim because they said, "Look, I, I, I got plenty of my own money. Let them leave it to the grandkids, right?" So, um, so you could disclaim. Um, sure. Not, and again, not many, not many uh, people do that. <clears throat> so then, we also have non-designated beneficiaries. So non-designated beneficiaries are people who. So your dad filled out the application. He was at XYZ Bank and they didn't put a beneficiary on the on the on the application. So now there's no designated beneficiary. So now it's going to get paid to his estate. So the estate uh, has options too. They can um, um, they could take it all out at once, pay the taxes, they can take it out over time and use the RMD ages of the beneficiaries. But theirs has to be out within five years. So <laughs> I don't know why they get they make it so you know some people are ten years, some people are five years. So um, or That's they can nuts. take the yeah or they can take so they so that so like a, an estate or a trust can can actually set up an inherited IRA and then 
based on the decedent's life expectancy, they figure out their RMDs and then they have to deplete it within five years. So it's really, um, it's way too complicated. I mean, it, it, it was so simple. I, you know, the last Secure Act before the, the last one, uh, the regular Secure Act, not 2.0, just said, like, you have to have it out within 10 years. That seems so easy. So, yeah. um, and so now, you know, when you're starting to take RMDs, um, I usually tell the people to take RMDs um, just to make it easier so that, um, that now the RMDs will be based on your life expectancy. So if you take uh, the RMDs, um, I think it's the RMDs usually are never 10% until you're really, really old. So, but I, I normally just suggest, look, just, just take 10% out of your, and in 10 years, it's basically going to be empty. There's going to be a little bit left, but you just take it out last year. And that spreads the tax burden out. You're not, I mean, you mentioned, you know, people might want to take, take it, people, one option is to take it out all at once and pay taxes, but that could bump people up into yeah. a higher tax bracket. Yeah. yeah. So and I think that a lot of people are like, how do I avoid, avoid RMDs? RMDs are yeah. bad, but at the same time, you might want to start taking it out even if you're not required to take RMDs because and spread it out over that 10 yeah, years. Because like said, again, if you right, if you take it in a lump sum, one other things that happen, if you're already taking social security, more of your social security might be getting taxed. The other thing is if you are fortunate enough to make a certain amount of money, they may charge you more for your health care. Like so if you're on Medicare, if you make over a certain amount of money, I think it was like a hundred. Yeah, based on the Affordable Care Act, yeah. you're not going to qualify for the same discounts. Yeah. yeah. So then you have to pay more for your Medicare. And like, what? Why do people have to pay more for their Medicare because they make more money? Or so, let's I mean, say you're a parent of a uh, of a student going into college, oh, and yeah. the FAFSA you fill that out. Yeah. And you take out a lump sum that year and it happens to be the year you need to fill out or qualify for some right. government, whether it's healthcare discounts, whether it's a student loans for your kids, uh, that's going to affect all that because it's going to look like you're uh, super wealthy because you got this big influx of money. It's going to drive your income up. So spread it out over as much time as you possibly can. Right. right? But the flip side is, we're in a lowest, lowest tax environment we've ever had. So maybe yeah. we just, you want to bite the bullet now? That so, is true. <clears throat> depending on your, but again, it depends on your situation then, right? And that's where you come in, Chris. You would sit down and look at each person's individual situation and say, for you, yeah. this makes more yeah, sense. If we would just run some tax pro projections. We'll use our software and say, look, if we put this in the next four or five years, this is what we can anticipate. Um, we don't know what the tax rate's going to be in 2026. You know, these rates right now are in place till 2025. And then, so let, let me, let me go back to that uh, eligible designated beneficiary. So like the wife. So again, she could put it into her own IRA or she can open an inherited IRA. Right. But if she opens the inherited IRA, then there's another rule. So the rule says if the original account holder, the decedent was under the RMD age at the time of death, she has to start taking um, RMDs December 31st following the, the death of the, um, you have until December 31st of the year following the death to begin taking RMDs. If you are a spouse of the deceased, you have until December 31st of the year in which the deceased would have reached RMD age to 
take his RMD. So, ah, okay. So if the person was only 65, they don't have to take it out of 73. So she could wait until that person would have turned 73, right? Hmm. Then the next rule is if the original account holder was RMDA, so let's say the guy was 75 years old. Sure. You, you have to start taking uh, RMDs December 31st, the following the, the following their death, you have to start taking the RMDs. The original account holder did not take any RMD for the year in which they died. So let's say they died in, in May and they haven't taken their RMD. You have to take at least that amount out that year. So, so basically what we're saying is don't, don't try this on your own. I mean, do not try this at home because, because the penalty is so egregious. I mean, not only do you have to pay the tax, you have to pay a 50% penalty. So if you were supposed yeah. to take out $10,000, you'd have to pay the tax on the $10,000 plus give them $5,000 penalty. But I think recently they, they did lower the 50% penalty to 25, didn't they? Uh, like RMD that. on RMD. I know on R, RMD distributions <clears throat> on RMDs, regular RMDs, if you miss an oh, RMD, right, right. regular RMDs, right. But you want to make sure that, you know, if, again, if you don't take it out within the 10 year or the the other rules, five year for the non-designated beneficiaries, there's going to be a 50% penalty. Yeah, I, I haven't, crazy. you know, knock on wood, I haven't seen the IRS catch this stuff, but I don't really want to be the one who they catch, no. right? So, yeah, you, so, and we've you had, don't want to be the one. You know, we've had um, people that have missed an RMD. Because what, sometimes what happens with RMDs is, let's say you have five accounts, and then you have the um, I don't want to say the engineer type, but I'm going to say the engineer type, right? <laughs> one of them's pay, one of them or the accountant, right? One of them, one of your accounts is paying two percent, one's paying three percent, one's paying five percent. So they're like, well, let's take it out of the, let's, and we got to take out you know ten thousand dollars. Well, let's take it all out of the account of the two percent one because the other ones are paying more interest, and so they go through all these calculations, you know. And somewhere down the road, something's going to get missed, right? So generally what we do is we just say, look, let's just take your RMD from each account systematically so we don't miss it because the penalty is so big. So we've had a couple of times when people have missed it. And what we, what I've done, which I think is fair to the IRS, is I actually put the income on their return as if they have taken it so that they ha- they're paying the tax. And then, you, you know, take it out as soon as we can afterwards. So, um, <clears throat> we, you know, I've, it, I think the IRS would be okay. I'm not going to say 100% sure that there would be, but I'm like, you know, best case scenario, look, we paid the tax. So they should be a little okay with that, that we, like, we volunteered the tax money, even though we haven't taken the money out of the account yet. So, um, but they generally give you a little time to correct things if you, if you, see that that's happening. So, um, but you know, this probably happened half a dozen times, but you know, because of those things, that's why we came back to our clients and said, look, let's just take them out systematically out of each account. So you don't miss anything. Cause like you're going to miss something because they, yeah. they, you know, and, and how much difference is one earning 2% or 3% or 4%, you know, the RMD, you're only taking out three thousand dollars. How much? How much is one percent of three thousand dollars? Now three bucks. So, um, so I don't um, or thirty bucks. So I don't really. Yeah, it's worth it's worth going through all the calculations. So sure. Um, yeah. Good so th- those are those are things that we're, that we're worried about right now. Um, 
we we have had a lot of people in higher IRAs, and you know, as the as our clientele are getting older, people are dying off, and inherited IRAs are are, are there. Um, you know, a generation ago, it wasn't a big deal because a generation ago, um, people didn't have IRAs. Right. Yeah. yeah. They didn't so, have as much in IRAs. That yeah. wasn't the tool that was being yeah. used. So, and, and for some people when they were working, like the IRA didn't even exist. You know, I think the IRA came out in the eighties, but, uh, yeah. um, so some, and a lot of, a lot, a lot of, uh, that generation just squirreled their money away in a bank and, uh, they, they were okay with that. So, um, so down the road, if you have trouble or you have inherited IRAs and you want to talk to us, um, I can give you our number is, uh, I, I don't know how to type it up there. Tony's not here. It's 440-886-3550. Or you go to our website, brooksidetax.com. And we have a way, we have a, a calendaring system on our website. So you can schedule um, appointments with us. So, you know, Tony, myself, or Jeff are the advisors here. So any one of the three would be able to help you. Um, so I think that that's about it yeah. for the. Uh, yeah. And that, that web address again is brooksidetax.com, right? Brooksidetax.com, B R O K S I D E T A X.com. There you go. Go to that. Go to that website. You can contact uh, Chris Anselmo or Tony Marlett Jr. Um, or one of the advisors there and set up that appointment, schedule it right through the website. Plus, you have a lot of great resources on your website. Yes. So uh, I just want to encourage our listeners to do that. Yeah, they we, can also check out the, the podcast show page and listen to okay. past episodes on topics they're interested in. So how how do they get to those? Yeah, all they have to do is go to brooksidetax.com and there's a link to the radio show page there. And they go to the show page and they can listen to shows right on that page or there's links there to all the major podcast sites, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon Music. All four okay. are there and you can subscribe to the show or look through the past shows that are listed. Not all the shows are listed on the website, only the past five to 10 shows. But if you want to see every show we've ever done, uh, they're all out there on all the major podcast sites, or you can listen to this show and the last five and, to 10 shows I, on the website too. I'm pretty sure we have a YouTube channel too. I don't know if it's on YouTube. Yes, you do know. have a YouTube channel. I think all you have to do for that is go to youtube.com and type in Brookside tax or Chris Anselmo. Uh, that'll come up. Okay. All right, Tony. Uh, thanks for the show today. We will check back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. All right. All right. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Bye. See you. Bye. Yep. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.